Hi, I'm Jane, and together with Jodes, we are two proud feminists passionate about female empowerment. This podcast is our take on the real conversations, real issues, and real challenges we must stay focused on if we're going to inspire the next generation of female leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs to pick up the baton and continue the journey to equality. But be warned, there will be rants and the odd profanity, but mainly just lots of curious conversations, uplifting stories, great guests, and food for thought on the path we still have to travel. It is clear that our young girls need us to harness our gumption and to use our voices now to make the changes we all know need to happen. It's time to be a pioneer, not a passenger. To paraphrase the famous words of a female game changer, Hollywood's iconic Bette Davis, fasten your seatbelts, it's going to be a bumpy ride. Welcome back to series two. It's nice to see you all again. Well, I say see you. You can only hear us, really. But yes, a big welcome back. Today, we kick off series two of the podcast. So we were with you for six episodes in series one. And it's probably worth just a quick recap of where we've been so far because we did have a theme didn't we Jane we did have a theme one. we did yeah you yeah. might not have believed that but we did have a theme yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the theme for series one was are we there yet and when we say are we there yet there being equality so uh we introduced you to some of the broad strokes the big topics that we're going to start to do some uh, deeper dives into now throughout this series and the subsequent ones. But yeah, in series one, obviously, we introduced ourselves to you. You got to know a little bit about us. And we discussed some key topics like, do we feel safe mm. about our value? Do we feel valued in the workplace? We talked about the responsibility of home and family and how that kind of fell in our laps. Still, 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 yeah. We introduced everybody to the concept of Superwoman. The bit we talked all about the book that Jane wrote about showing Little Miss Perfect the door, mm -hmm. and uh, we finished. We rounded up uh, series one talking about sisterhood, the concept of sisterhood. So. Time for a bit of a new spin. We've got a new theme for Series 2, haven't we, Jane? We have, but we would like to thank you all for the feedback that we got from Series 1. So we're pleased to, to, to know that we're not just talking to ourselves, yeah. aren't we? You are listening, and um, you gave us lots of positive feedback. And some of you told us that we made you a bit angry, which we make no apologies no, for. No, good. We're kind of yeah. a little bit glad. We want you to get angry about this stuff, because unless we get angry and acknowledge it, we mm -hmm. can't change it. Um, so on to Series two a series two we're going big we're going macro we're talking about the big picture um but i have to tell you that we're talking about the system and the structure um of the uk and most of the western world and it is biased i'm sure you're not surprised about that no. it is biased we are going to talk about that bias in lots of different ways so today we're going to talk about the early years um how this starts um, you know, in terms of how we raise our children. And then we're going to talk about the media and the influence the media has on girls and women. And we're going to have a guest um, at that session. Our first ever our guest. Our first ever guest. Oh, my goodness. She's going to be good. She's going to be good. Um, and then we're going to talk about the justice system 
And there's a lot in the news about the justice yeah. system at the moment, isn't there? The police, the courts, and so on. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to move on to talk about um, have we been silenced? This is a really interesting subject. Mm. Have we been silenced? Has the DNI sector um, kind of drowned us out? Um, you know, where are our spaces? Where's our time? Where's our reflections? So we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to have a guest in on that session. Might be then quite gonna, a contentious topic. I think one, so. Uh, yeah. I definitely think so. Yeah. If you're looking for it for a bit of um, a bit of red mist, <laughs> probably the one to join us on. Then we're going to talk about uh, representation in the system. I mean, how is that looking? Because you can't change a system unless you're in it. Yeah, Got to be in it to win. Got to be in it. So are we in it? And then we're going to celebrate because, you know, we don't want all of this to be doom and gloom. We, we, we talk about solutions on every session. So we don't leave you, you know, just thinking, oh, my word, this is dreadful. What are we going to do about it? But we are going to dedicate a full episode to celebration of all the things that we have achieved um, and that that our superpowers, if you like. Um, so we will finish on that and that will be our next series. Yeah. And do you know what I've just noticed? Go on. That actually, that last episode, believe, can, I don't know if you can believe it, it'll actually be July by then when episode six of this series goes out. But just noticed of the date, the date we will be celebrating is the day of War Manifest weekend. Oh, it is. So that, that podcast Hallelujah. episode will go live on the Friday and then we're all together for the Saturday, Yay. Sunday. We should go live at War Manifest. We, we will. We'll we go will. live there. We'll do it live. Bonus yeah. bonus episode. Absolutely. Which we'll... we did talk about doing anyway, but we're not. <laughs> we're, so, we're so on point, aren't That's we? That's it. Just didn't all happens. Just yeah. all happens. Didn't realise. Fantastic. So today, this episode, we're talking about where this system starts to get biased. Yeah. Okay. And it starts to get biased in terms of the way we bring girls and boys up. And unless you're a super, super parent and you are on this 100%, it is very difficult not to fall in to some stereotypical patterns. Here. I don't think we even know we're doing them no. sometimes because... Because we've had them done to us. Yes, we were brought up the yeah. same. Yeah. yeah. So it starts very young. So we, we teach girls and boys very different values. Uh, we teach girls that they need to be nice and pretty and sweet. Don't make a fuss. Don't make a fuss. Sit nicely. Yeah. Uh, silently, if possible. Yeah. Nicely and silently. Uh, don't complain. You know, don't kick off. Your opinion's not always necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas we teach boys the complete opposite. We teach boys to be bold, to be adventurous, to be independent, to be loud. Yeah, and you brave. Know, to be brave, to share their opinion, to speak up. And so these things are kind of built in at a very young age. And as parents, we raise the boys and the girls differently. So we we raise boys to do very little around the house. You know, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. You know. um, the, the, get out the there. Manly and, the manly job. The manly job. Get out there and clean the car with your dad. Yeah. Mow the lawn, maybe. Mow the lawn, possibly, with your dad. That's about it. The rest of the time, it's about go out there, have fun, go and play sports. Yeah. Don't weekend. burn off all that energy. He Absolutely. needs to get out, Jane. He needs, he needs to get out to and burn his out, energy yeah. off. Whereas the girl, it's like we're teaching you very young to be a domestic goddess, yeah. aren't we? Um, you know, we're baking, we're cooking, we're cleaning, we're hoovering, we're tidying up, we're making the beds. And the girls' and boys' bedrooms are very different. I mean, I remember growing up, my my brother's room looked like a bomb had hit him yeah. all the time. And he was allowed to have that kind of bedroom. Because he's, well, he's a boy. He's a boy, that's what boys do. What you do. expect, that's just what they're like. Yeah. I had to clean my bedroom, it had to be perfect. 
you know, I had to clean my own bedroom. Like, Jane, your room's a mess. You're not going out until you've done yeah. it. Whereas he went out skipping away, you know, playing football all weekend and so on. So we do this unconsciously. And do you remember, actually, it wasn't so long ago. Um, and it was some of the comments on this were, were really interesting. Do you remember that post you did on Facebook where the ad had come up for a it must have been just on the run up to Christmas. Oh, the Hoover, the, kid, the Henry the, Hoover. The, yeah, and it was pink, and yes. it was a girl in the advert. Get yes. you, get your kid this yes. pretend, yeah, Henry Hoover kit, yeah, for Christmas. It was a full on little kitchen. Unit, yeah, it was a little brush and uh, you know a little just Hoover, pan and brush, just pan and brush. And you know what? I got quite a bit of kickback on that post. A lot of women didn't like it. No. A lot of women didn't like it. A lot of women were like, well, you know, I don't see why I can't buy that for my little girl. You know, and if he, if little boy wants one, I'll buy him one too. But he's not going to, is he? No, because it doesn't look. It doesn't look like it's what pink. he's been taught to. Yeah, the things yeah. he should be getting involved yeah. in and, yeah. and enjoying and liking. Yeah, so we yeah. do this without even thinking about it, and then we do it in the way that we dress girls and boys. Mm-hmm. So the pink and blue scenario, and uh, we talk about Laura Bates quite a bit, don't we, yeah, on this podcast? Because she's our hit, she is our icon. And in her latest book, that fix the women, fix the system, fix the system not, not the women. The women yeah, you know, she talks about the slogans on t-shirts, and it fascinates me. This, so you know, you look at the slogans on boys' t-shirts, and it'll say things like um, "Stormtrooper," "Mummy's Little Soldier." Be your own superhero, um, little genius, little big man ideas, king of the castle hero. Uh, I'm super. Lock up your daughters. I've seen that one with yeah. lock up your daughters. <laughs> Run, jump, flip, repeat. And then the girls have got social butterfly, mummy's little cupcake, uh, kindness counts, daddy's my superhero, princess in training. Little girl, big smiles, pretty little me, beautiful, I am fabulous, I hate my thighs. Um, Is that really on a t-shirt? Oh, yeah. Does my diaper make my butt look big? You are kidding. No. Uh, Try, fail, fix, ponytail, try again. And I only date heroes. I'm insulted by the last five on that list. Yep. But they are real, aren't they? They They're are real. Such... They are real T-shirt slogans that you can buy. And so we're doing this. I mean, this from a very, very early age. We're actually putting these messages on things, and obviously, girls are reading these messages, not just reading them, living by them. Yeah. Yeah. So this is even before they get to primary school. Now they get to primary school. And they have a great time at primary school because primary school gets a lot of this stuff and they do a lot of stuff around stereotyping. They do a lot of stuff around boys' jobs, girl jobs. Yeah. And so, you know, they have a great time at primary school and then they go to secondary school. And that's where it starts to get a little bit sticky, isn't it? A lot sticky. And we know that and we've talked about that in this podcast before and that's you and I that's our passion that's our purpose to you know to help those girls but you know it gets to secondary school and a lot of it's already imprinted and then all the big stuff happens around um, misogyny and um, you know assault sexual assault and all the stuff around porn and the 24-7 social media and the insta be perfect look and the reality tv stars and all of this stuff. So when you add them all up together, it's huge, mm. isn't it? It's mm. like, it is like being brainwashed. It's like a bulldozer, yeah. isn't it? Like they can't turn anywhere without, no, without being something telling them that they're not, not good enough, pretty enough, yeah, or, you know, sexy enough, yeah, um, or hot enough, yeah. 
So we, you know, we we take all this stuff that we brought them up with, we brought them up to believe some of this stuff. And then we kind of got rid of some of it in primary school, and then we pile it all back on in secondary school alongside their studying, which again is biased. So, you know, we're constantly telling girls that, oh, well, you know, maths, boys are better at maths than girls. You can try. Boys generally are better at maths than girls, so girls start to believe that they're not really very good at maths. Um, The science subjects are all boys. And a classic one, and I think that this is one that really, really did, I'm going to say, get my goat, I won't swear. Mm -hmm. Um, It was only, it was about this time last year, actually. Um, So obviously I've got three girls, so I've no idea what it is actually like to raise a boy. I've only raised girls. But um, my middle daughter uh, was just about to sit a GCSE exams this time last year but we were visiting A-level colleges Mm -hmm. to you know she was like oh I don't really know can we go around the colleges don't know what I want to do anyway we went into the maths room was it the maths room no it was uh, economics right okay goes into economics and she's she's kind of stood there now I need to paint a picture of my uh, middle daughter you know she's quite slight she has got a really petite frame um, she's got really long, naturally blonde hair, yeah. like Timothy yeah. blonde hair. You know, so if you follow the stereotypes, yeah. you know, you could easily Pretty take girl. one look at her and be like, oh, Same. you know, a bit yeah. of a blonde bimbo yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, she goes to the guy, the teacher, and kind of says, oh, you know, can you tell me a little bit more about economics? You know, I just want to understand a bit yeah. more about what, what, what I would be yeah. learning. And he said, well, you know, before I tell you anything about it, you know, it just needs to check. You do need to get a really good grade in maths to be able to take on economics. So <gasps> what's your predicted grade for maths? And you could see his face. His yes, face was saying it all. Already. Yeah. And I knew what was coming next. So I was getting ready to beam like a peacock at this point. And she was like, oh, no, I've been predicted a nine. <laughs> and she got the nine, by the way. She Back got the nine. Net. But you could see he couldn't swallow. <laughs> he actually couldn't swallow. And uh, he he, he was just so embarrassed. He wanted the ground to swallow him up. But do you know what? I'm really glad because hopefully that taught him a lesson to not make assumptions. Judge, don't judge. So I've got another one that for for that, and then we'll we'll move on. So um, in Laura Bates's first book, Everyday Sexism, which was the Twitter account she set up and broke Twitter. She broke Twitter within a week with it. She invited women and girls to send in things that had happened to them. Yeah, their own um, stories. Their own stories. Some of them were snippets, some of them were sound bites, some of them were full-on stories. And when she's talking about women at, at, in university, which is the next stage, so we go from secondary school where we think that the environment is toxic yeah. and then we get to university and it ramps up 100%. So however toxic it was at secondary school, it doesn't touch what's going on at university. So very bright girls. One wrote in to say, I was at a lecture last week, IT systems. The lecturer put up a slide of five or so talking heads, people like Mark Zuckerberg and the founder of Google, and he discussed their net worth. Then he pointed to the last picture, a blonde, attractive woman, and said, I put this one up, especially for the girls. Anyone know who she is? Silence. Well, this is the late Steve Jobs' wife. She's worth X billion by virtue of the man she married. So, girls, uh, stick to these IT guys. You never know who might strike you, Rich. 
appalling. Great, that, isn't it? I know. Brilliant. Um, so, you know, these subjects tend to be taught by men. Yeah. In a male way, with kind of male stories and case studies and examples, examples role and, models. And absolutely. So they're not really very attractive to girls. So this is what's going on in the whole area of education. It starts by the way we raise girls and boys differently. Then it gets um, it's lovely in primary. Then it gets tough again in secondary school. And then it carries on all through university. And then we're preparing them for the world of work. So by the time you're 24... And you're going out there, you know, the mould is cast, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so what can we do about this? Because we're solutions women. You know, we're women of action. We understand the scenario. Um, what's really important to us on this podcast is that you do, so that yeah. we can kind of show you this is what's going on. We could read out lots of stats at this point, but we're not going to do. Yeah. So what do we need to do? Well, what are some of the solutions? You know, and if you think about it, we thought we were doing the solutions 10, 15 years ago because we've both done mm. similar roles. We've run similar businesses mm. out there coaching yeah. women in yeah. senior positions in business, yeah. female entrepreneurs, and they're the ones who are showing up with all of this baggage, all of these problems that they're trying to break through in their 30s and 40s. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is that was my red flag. Yeah, That was my red flag because... I was running an organization for women. I was coaching women. And I kept seeing the same stuff come all the time yeah. about confidence, about resilience, about self-belief, about worth, about can I really do that big job? About finding a voice, yeah, speaking up I for herself. Yeah, should I be doing that big job? Isn't that a boy's job? Yeah, yeah, all of this stuff. Like, you know, we have to do this younger. Yeah. We have to do this younger. And so Girls Out Loud was born and we were working with girls that were 18, 17, 16. We now work with girls that are 12 to 13. Yeah, because even 18, 17, 16. It's a massive change. It's not too late. That's an horrible thing to say, but it's more challenging. Yeah. Okay. Because some so, of that, so that mold is starting to set, solidify. Yeah. It's getting very strong. For the younger, the better. And so we now work with girls that are 12 to 13, which is the transition year. Year for girls i always joke that we'll be working in nurseries by the time <laughs> i retire because it will get younger and younger and younger we've got girls as young as nine now watching porn yeah um you know and, and girls as young as five thinking they're fat yeah so it is i've got a friend younger. who had a four-year-old who asked her mom did this coat make her look mm. fat yeah so it's it started yeah. to arrive. So we talked we talked quite a bit about boys, didn't we, before we started yeah. this podcast and you know how we raise boys and we raise boys unconsciously the way we think that boys, you know, need to be raised, and that is by letting them off everything. So the girls end up doing all this stuff around the house and the boys just like have this great childhood and they're nurtured and they're they're kind of mollycoddled if you like they don't know how to work the washing machine they've never switched on the dishwasher they don't know how to iron they don't know how to do anything around the house they can't budget for the food shop so then they end up having to marry or marrying a woman that turns into the wife yeah i.e their mother yeah because they've never 
tidied their own bedroom. They've never sorted out where all their socks are. They've never, you know, yeah, they don't got their know where things out. are kept. No, do they? They don't get their football kit out and put it in the washing machine. They leave it in their bag for three weeks. Yeah, and it's like, oh, what's he like? You know. And I got a bit of a shock, really. You know, like I said, from being a parent to all girls, I've got friends who have got lot, you know, mm. multiple boys yes. in the house. And sometimes I've been in their in their house with them, and the way the boys come down and demand things from them and shout at them on, "Where's this? What have you done with that? I can't find this. I need a lift to X Y Z." Yeah, yeah. But these mums are jumping. Mm. Yes. They're like, "All right, I'll do it now. I'll get it for you. Yeah, yeah. Will you just stop shouting at me? Can I just yeah, do yeah. this? I'll find it." Yeah. Rather than, "Oh, like, hang on a minute. What, what are you doing?" Yeah. Yeah, make him do it himself because they've been conditioned and brought up in this way. So what we're asking you to do, ladies, is step back a little bit and reflect, okay? Because acknowledgement and reflection is a superpower. So step back a little bit if you are raising boys and think about how are you raising them? Are you raising them to be independent, strong men with a degree of emotional intelligence and a degree of acceptance that they have a role in you know the house and with children are you raising them to see that or are you raising them to need a wife to look after them yeah and even you know it's just the mental load of running even if there's no children involved you know what I see is it's often the woman's got the to-do list with all of the change the electricity tariff um you know ring such a body order about the oil. This, or, yeah all of those things sort the travel out yeah get the travel insurance for yeah. the holiday yeah. book the taxi for yeah. this yeah. arrange a restaurant for dinner blah 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 and still there's still all the household chores it doesn't matter whether there's kids or no kids yeah there's still all the household chores you still got to empty the bins you still got to wash up you still got to cook you know all that stuff's exactly the same um and and you know so if we if we want the team talk you know we talked about the team talk we talked about that in the last series series, didn't we yeah you need to have if you are a working woman and you are in a relationship with a working man and you want children, you have to have the team talk, i.e. how are we going to make this work? Because we both have got careers and neither of us want to put our career on hold indefinitely. So how are we going to make this work? This is the same thing. We need to raise boys to understand the team talk mm-hmm. so that when they do get into a relationship, and they will, and that relationship is likely to be a dual income relationship yeah, because that's the if way they want is. a house and they want to have a nice life, that's the way it's going to be, mm-hmm. then they're going to have to engage in the team talk. Yeah. And, it, and the less of a shock that is, the better. the better. So it starts early. We need to start influencing it early. Um, we need to just step back and see how that's going. And then we also all need to be role models to the girls and to show them a better way. Because if we don't, when they get into the world of work, it's going to be one mighty shock. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, And I think, you know, even talking to sort of mums of boys there, talking to mums of girls, it's like, you know, be be aware of what your daughters are seeing in your relationship with your partner, husband, their dad, if that's what it is, their stepdad. Mm -hmm. 
Because sometimes you think they're not looking. Oh, yeah, but they are. And they're, But they're taking everything mm. in. And that doesn't really matter whatever kind of relationship it is, does it? It doesn't. It's, it's you the know, same It's thing. a partnership and they're watching that partnership and they're seeing how that partnership splits and they're seeing who does what and they're learning from that. You know, I get uh, my kids more parent me these days. They're the ones who always go, uh, Mom, I thought you said we weren't <laughs> supposed to do things like that. Yeah, I'm not supposed to wash up. I did say that to you. Well, why are you doing it now then? <laughs> so you get caught out. Of course you, you get do. Caught of course out. you do. But, you know, you've got to get it vaguely right. And again, vaguely right. it's it's almost like then we could end up swaying too far the other way. You know, we talked about showing little Miss Perf- little Miss Perfect the door. door. Yeah. It's about, you know, don't, don't try and be perfect about doing all absolutely, of this absolutely absolutely you know my one of my favorite phrases and i can't remember where i found it i got it from is you know in all things aim to be vaguely right as opposed to precisely wrong yeah right and that's how i live my life yeah i have my little mine's just good is good enough yeah 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 even yeah. though i talk like it's quite often because we talk on these topics then if i'm not perfect people will go Oh, oh, you're not doing that, yeah. Oh, well, you know, yeah, you're not being a yeah. very good... I said, well, I'm not perfect. No, no, I'm, not. I'm trying, and I work hard at it every day. Yeah. So my effort is good. Yes, yes. And that's good My intention yeah, is good. My intention you and know, my effort fall off the uh, fall off that pedestal every day. Of course I do. But the intention the is good. bruises I've got from falling <laughs> off this pedestal. <laughs> Flipping it. Okay, yeah. so here at the end of uh, episode one. Yeah, our new series. Yeah, so uh, we'll look forward to seeing you in episode two when we'll have our first guest hey, with always. us and we'll be talking all about the media. So see you then. You have been listening to Jane and Jodes on One. Until next time, remember sisterhood matters. Together, we are bold, brave, fierce, and unstoppable.